Hi everyone, this is Lian Kaila and welcome to Do Re Li. Do Re Li is a podcast where I have conversation jams with friends and guests about music, creativity, and life. Welcome to the first episode of the first season of the show. Thank you so much for listening and thank you for your presence. For everyone who doesn't know me, my name is Lian Kaila and I am a singer, songwriter, and creative freelancer. Do Re Li started out as a passion idea of mine where I wanted to bring conversations that I was having with friends in the music industry and other creative fields to a wider audience where we could maybe spark conversation, spark some ideas, and learn from each other as well. So for this first season, we are going to be having five to six episodes spaced out over a couple of weeks. And for our debut episode today, I am so excited to be bringing you a conversation that I had with singer, songwriter, mental health advocate, and cellist, Chelly. In this episode, we talk about mental health and her process as a songwriter. We go through quite a lot of topics, but I think a lot of creatives and musicians can relate to the journey that Shelly shares here in our conversation, where we talk about how difficult it is to be vulnerable as an artist, how to take care of ourselves, what self-care means personally and politically, and a bunch of really interesting things as well. For context, we recorded this episode last year in August and we were only, I think, six months into the pandemic at that time. So there are some references to that context. And also this episode is in both Filipino and English. And without further ado, here is my conversation with Jelly. Hi everyone, welcome to Dory Lee and on today's show we have a very very special guest, a good friend of mine. She is a singer-songwriter um, and she is a mental health advocate as well. Please welcome Chelly! Yay! Pa, 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 pa. <laughs> Yay! Clapping sounds! Hello. How are you doing today? How's everything? I'm good. I'm doing great. Um, I've been just taking good care of myself more mm-hmm. in this very tragic time. <laughs> I know. It's it- really, like, with everything that's happening, it's very um, depressing, to be honest, and frustrating. But, yeah, I'm doing what I can to just really look after myself and just doing what I can to get by. Yeah, aren't yeah. we all? Like, it's like, I feel the same way. Yeah. Like, you know how... <laughs> You know the feeling na parang every day is the same. But I so really want to get into um jamming about mental health with you. But I want uh, everybody listening to know first like your background. So how did you get started? Um, what was your first love? Yeah. And also, I think people would be interested to know how you got or started getting called Chelly as your artist name. With my name, well, Chelly is my real name. Um, my whole name is Maria Regina Chelly. It means Mary Queen of Heaven. So Chelly means heaven in latin so it's spelled as c-o-e-l-i and most people of course they think that it's pronounced as coeli but yeah it's pronounced as chelly yeah i've been giving myself a hard time for the longest time because of my name but yeah i'm sticking to it uh and i also happen to play the cello so that makes me chelly the cello so cool i swear it's so awesome that 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 is that is a thing when did you start the cello again when did you start learning to play the cello uh i started playing the cello when i was 15 15 yeah i tried different instruments growing up so i started with the piano 
when I was seven years old. And then I got curious about the violin nine, around nine years old. And then I joined the children's choir. So got into choral singing. And then um, I started playing um, the cello. Yeah, around 15, I got curious. Also the guitar. And then I started writing songs during that time. When I started to like choose a course for college, um, I really wanted to pursue music. So I chose the cello during that time. Even if I wasn't like a virtuoso in the cello, I just, for some reason, I just felt so inclined with it. So I was drawn to it. So I pursued it during college, though I wasn't able to finish my course. But I was in and out like for nine years. I took up music education in the USC Conservatory of Music. But it worked for me for a while. But then like, I don't know. Um, things changed along the way, and it's a pretty long story to be honest. In the middle of college, I started pursuing singing songwriting. I discovered that I really love expressing myself through songwriting, and um, it's somehow it's my love language to to the people I love. Like I, I wrote a song for my mom and my sister and my dad and all that. So it's. Or I would write a song for my best friend. I will call her over the phone and, Hey, I wrote you a song. And then I'm just gonna... And it's the landline part. It's not <laughs> I love the... Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's no cell phone yet during that time. Or like, the cell phone was like, ano pa lang? Mga Nokia. Mm-hmm. Nokia pa yun. <laughs> so like, yeah. I would call my friends over the landline. And then I would, you know, share my songs to them. And then usually I would write my songs down on my diary or my journal and then it started out that way or like if I had a happy crush and it's like all these corny cheesy sentimental songs um, when I was 15 or 16 and I grew more as a songwriter when I entered college I guess it's because of like I'm surrounded with different kinds of musicians and then I started to learn more about music so I started longing to find Um, my own voice, my own sound. And I started experimenting with the cello. Like, I wanted to sing with it. Like, whenever I write something, I want to, like, I want the cello to sing with me and all that. So, yeah. And I started imagining, like, different elements in my songs. And then, I, I don't know. It's just such, um, when you're young, you're just, like, you feel like the world is yours and yeah. you have limited yeah. time. And then it just... That's so true. Yeah. So I was, yeah, so I was just really playing around with music and um, it came to a point where uh, Elements, Singing, Songwriting Camp, they, they were open for auditions, so I joined and luckily I was um, included in the um, six, the chosen 60 participants, uh, when was that, uh, tw- back in 2013, so I was in batch four, so I was in the same batch as Reese Lansangan, Clara Benin, Moira. And the Elements Camp is like for singer-songwriter to hone young singer-songwriters, diba? Yes, yes. And it's um, the mentors are uh, people from the industry. Like So it's Ryan Kayabiab and then all these amazing mentors. Like I met Armi Milare, Ebe Dancel, Junji Marcelo. It's like there's so many people. <laughs> so I met them all there and it's from there that I realized, wow, like I, I can actually do more or like I want to create more I want to get myself out there um, I want to get my music out there so it pushed me to play more gigs and it really gave me a lot 
more opportunities to put myself out there. But what paved the way is, I guess, the fact that I'm a cellist. People would get me to play the cello for them. So I wasn't exactly, like, known for my singing songwriting. But the fact that I played the cello, um, people started, like, getting me. Before, because I was very shy. I was very shy. So I didn't really, um, I don't know. I wasn't really, like, how do I say it? I'm kind of a late bloomer. Yeah, so I started out that way. Um, um, people just know they just knew me as like Chelly the Chellist, but not really much of like me as an artist. Yeah. So the timeline doesn't end there. There's actually more, but I guess that's my um background in a way. Let Let's go back to the thing you were talking about. Now you were um sharing songs with your friends over the telephone, right? A self expression. Do you think? That that self-expression, how has that changed going through like all these things like the camp, Elements Camp? Do you find that when yeah. you songwrite, it's different now? My my writing has evolved so much. I guess it, well, it's also evolving with me. Like I take it with me, like wherever I go and somehow um, every song marks a certain phase, certain season in my life. These are like diary entries, like they're... That's why they're never the same. Like I don't, I don't really stick to like one sound, because I myself, like I've been changing. I've been growing more as a person. I've been growing more as a musician, and my taste in music has been changing. And it's just really, um, I guess it's the beauty of music in a way. Like it's like a tool for you, um, to express your innermost self your a space for you to bear your soul a space for you to connect with every person and i guess like with how it changed there was a time where i was very conscious about pleasing other people in terms of music i mean that's the nature of the music industry like you have to find a song that sticks to people so that you can make it like you need to have a viral hit you need to have this and that so um i felt the pressure to like um, create something that doesn't sound like me in a way or like to be someone that I'm not because I for the longest time like I've been comparing myself to other singer songwriters I've been comparing myself to other musicians and I always feel like that I'm never good enough so not only did I suffer but my music suffered for a while. Oh, not, not, did it suffer? I don't know. Like, my music is... No, my music didn't suffer like I did. But then, like, my suffering just turned into art in a way. Yeah. Like, I just poured it all out yeah. into the music. Yeah. So, I feel like my music was never ugly. Yeah, it was never ugly because I was always honest with it. It's my safe space. I think that's the space where I'm most um, vulnerable in a way. And comfortable. Though, yeah, I mean, com- I'm, I'm comfortable in the way... I mean, it's uncomfortable in, in a sense where I have to, like, face, like, how I feel. But then it also gives me comfort at the same time because I feel safe. So, it has that, you know... Yeah, I, ironic. I, 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 I totally get it, though. It's like... Because me, whenever I songwrite, I always feel like I'm allowing myself to feel the feelings which are so important right to like just hold your feelings and and Mm -mm. keep them there and at the same time it hurts because you're letting them out so yeah that's so true yeah or you know how i sometimes i like to think about it like for example your feelings are a faucet 
and then you let mm-hmm. the water run out and then sometimes maybe mm-hmm. the water is brown or it's clear yeah. but you have to let everything out in order for the mm-hmm. clean water to like flow through do you really think that as artists we always need to be hurting ourselves because i ako, personally i have this notion na i don't know where i got it pero yung feeling na dapat it has to be painful for it to be true so i don't know what your thoughts or opinions are on that but i i want to i want to hear what you think i think it's that that thing has changed for me now i think it's because i've grown more and though now i haven't been writing as much compared to when i was younger like there was a peak like when i was most uh, when i was really hurting I mean, that's the time where I would really pour out like so many songs, and like I was just like vomiting all these songs, <laughs> and then, like, and then I just—it was so tiring to be honest. Like these are all beautiful songs, but then like I felt so exhausted. Just you know, all these emotional vomit. It's so—it uh, was just too much. I guess that's why now I'm very chill. Now that I'm so chill about things, I'm chill in a way where i just feel more still like even if like i have like unpleasant emotions such as sadness or anger like i'm able to cope with myself better compared to before because before like i would really sulk about it and linger and it really like i would really pour out everything through song but now um i'm guarding myself i guess grounding is also important so um, I don't get easily burnt out. So yeah, I, m- now I'm more in control in a way because I, I feel more calm unlike before. I mean, like the advantage of before was like I was able to create a lot more output. <laughs> but then it wasn't... At what like, cost? I wasn't em- <laughs> yeah, I wasn't emotionally healthy, like to be honest. Like um, I, was, uh, I was in a codependent relationship, like, like two times like I had two long-term relationships and they were both codependent and I was codependent if I was also very clingy to my friend I didn't want to be alone so that's why like whenever I write songs it's really about um I don't want to be alone or like um you know heartbreak and stuff like that like all these raging hormones well I was younger like I was bound to feel those things and I don't regret it naman but it's just like now, I don't think I can write something as genuine as that. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't, what I mean is like genuine about heartbreaks and all, because I don't, I'm not really feeling that right now because, you know, like I'm in a better space in terms of like, um, your mental romance. health. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, in my mental health, like I'm in a better space. Now, I, I think I've been treating myself better. That's why, like, I don't have that kind of drama in my life. So but that's yeah, good. For, <laughs> so yeah, that's it's good. a good thing. Yeah. It's a good thing. I'm just at the season where I'm refining myself more. I'm refining my songs. Like, I have a lot of songs that I've, I have yet to record and I have yet to refine. But yeah, I feel like if I were to write a new song, I know that's going to sound really different compared to before but that's the beauty of growth like we never stay yeah. the same so. it's just the idea na parang you have to be you have to accept wherever you are in the process na okay mm. for example like what we were talking about earlier right like, okay right now I'm hurting and this is what I need to do to sort of heal Um, or like yeah like what you're saying now you're in a better space and so the music is just gonna be different I think it's hard if you don't accept it eh. <laughs> you know when like you don't Mm-mm. accept that you're at this part in your journey I also wanted to talk about um 
you started these gigs called Duyan, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about that. So Duyan is like um it's a space that I hold for my listeners. So it's just like an intimate show and gathering. It's simple as that. Like it's not like a grand concert or whatsoever. Like it's like it's taking a break from the gig scene and it's just really um being more vulnerable through the music and just um how do you say this like you know how like when you're in a bar gig or i don't know there's i I always feel like there's a barrier between me and the audience and in duyan it's really about breaking that barrier and it's just really i don't know just allowing myself to be and allowing my audience to be and i've been meaning to like um develop it more like as a support group but like uh, but then um, I'm a- actually now uh, that, that was like my dream before but um, I guess like like I said a while ago I'm learning to be more grounded so I'm being more realistic about <laughs> the expectations I have for myself like that's what I learned recently also so um, to be more realistic I realized that um, yeah I can still push through with Duyan but uh, I wanted to like ask help from um, I'm also working with this um, wellness organization. They're like a group of clinicians in a way. It's called Magis Creative Spaces. So I just recently, I joined their group. So I'll be also facilitating their... Um, I'm one of their co-facilitators in music. They give psychosocial support groups to, um, to kids or to teens so I've been, I'm gonna join that that's awesome they've been orienting me and then I also asked like I wanted to collaborate with them in terms of Duyan so that they can help me out and like facilitating the group like it's not just like um a show but it's really more of a group uh, a space for, a for them to also express you know, no it's really um, normalizing these spaces of vulnerability. Mm. Oh, I love that. Normalizing these spaces of expression. Because, um, yeah, it, it's not really... Lalo na here, like here in the Philippines, you know, like with the stigma, with mental health. Um, I want to go beyond awareness. Like, I want to do something. So, um, I really feel that um, as a musician, like, I do have the platform to talk about it more. And that's what I've been doing for the past, what, five years? And, yeah. And it's been, like, it's been my brand, like, quote-unquote brand. But then, like, really, it's just, it just came out naturally because I just allowed myself to be, I allowed myself to, I don't know, parang I didn't need to, like, compare myself to other people. But I said a while ago, like, I started out as like I, I felt the need to please others. I felt the need to like be someone that I'm not. Like we always like all of us have that tendency, and it's 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 fine. It's fine. Like it's valid that we feel these things through therapy. Like I I went through therapy for a time, and I don't know. Like just looking out um for my mental health more and connecting with myself more, I realized oh, I don't need to like be this and be that and i just started listening to myself more and adjusted my expectations of myself because i feel like you know i've been pressuring myself to do things that i'm not capable of doing at the moment and 
yeah, just learning to be kind and gentle. Like, okay, I can do this for now and then take this step tomorrow and then like that. I like that. I, You know, you tend to be really hard on yourself now. Okay, you have to be productive or you need to do yeah. this, you need to do that or you need to be that. So I really love what you said about how as musicians we can help hold these spaces of vulnerability for people. Because I don't know if you've also noticed that with your family and friends, but um, a lot of people are turning to music especially now the bug given covid and i feel like i got a lot of feedback from people saying na oh it relaxes me it helps me do this and that mm-hmm. you think that's a conscious thing that you you think about in your music kasi ako sometimes when i write songs i'm like maybe i should make a relaxing song or hindi naman you're just whatever you feel in the moment and then you just honor that and then that's what you yeah. write yeah yep that's that's it actually mm. i don't I don't decide when to make a song. The song just comes to me. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly feel that the music doesn't come from me. Like, I'm more of a vessel of something greater than me. Mm. The music that I've released so far, like, when I wrote Puno, well, not just Puno, like, all those songs, like, mo- mostly, like, the three songs in my EP, like, Here Today, Puno, and Under Bluer Sky, these are three crucial songs in my life because, like, it just really came to me, like, in a way na, parang I cried after I wrote it, and I just, and just knew that, okay, this is something beyond me, like, I didn't write this, it's, it's beyond me. Mm, I totally get it, like, I feel the same way na, you j- it, it sometimes things just pass through you, right? And you have to write it down. And then it, yeah. it doesn't come from any rational source. It just comes Mm-mm. from somewhere, diba? Oh, I wanted to know about... I know, I see a lot of it on your Instagram, eh, but what's your self-care routine now? How do you take care of your mental health, especially during the pandemic? I think it's been a month now or two months that I've been very committed getting on my mat and then just practicing yoga. And then... I take the time to meditate as well. I read the daily stoic. It's like a, um, I read, it's like the ins- my insight or the contemplation for the day. And I guess just to simplify, this is really about being present with myself. Because like recently, like I've been, I've been having depressive episodes again. And then, um, I don't know. Um, even if like I have depressive episodes, like I'm just, you know, allowing myself to like, okay, like I don't, I don't feel okay, but it's okay. And it's not, I don't know, it's not as harsh as before. Like, I remember way back, like, whenever, like, I feel down, I would just tell myself, oh, why are you feeling down again? I would always, like, question and shame myself for, like, feeling how I feel. But now, I'm more accepting of who I am. So even if, like, I get depressive episodes, I just... I just ride with it. Like I, it's like a wave, you know. I just ride the wave, and then I do a lot of like breathing exercises just to ground me. And then yeah, like example, like it was really crucial for me, like to push myself to do yoga even if I don't feel like it. And somehow like making that choice every day, it really it changed my life in a way because wow, I didn't need to like follow my emotions all the time. That sometimes. Like, I can actually choose what to do. I I don't know. Eh. Before, because I didn't know. I really didn't know, like, how to express anger. There's no anger in my system for the longest time. And I realized it's also 
rooted. I don't know. I, uh, I realized then kasi recently like how my mental, how our mental well-being is connected also to how the country is being run by by the government. If you imagine, the Philippines have been an oppressed nation for like 400 years and that's like trauma passed down by our ancestors, diba? Mm-hmm. From, diba? Mm-hmm. In every generation, like they pass these toxic traits and I mean, as a person experiencing PTSD, like I have, I have PTSD, so post-traumatic stress disorder and depression. So like I take meds for it and Kubaga, the trauma that I experienced, it was also because of the toxic upbringing of our country <laughs> knowing that how do we end that so it really starts from within like what can i change from within what do i need to heal within like and i'm not saying that we shouldn't talk against the government I, honestly like yes i do want to talk against but also at the same time we also need to take the time to heal so that we can become stronger then in standing up against the injustices happening in our country finding stillness within it's with the intention of helping other people not just for yourself because sometimes parang yes yeah, self care is good but as long as you also think that once you gain that strength you get back and fight again and give back to your community i realized nga na ano it's not about me na parang okay sige i'm taking the time to recharge but for what for who yeah you you know how sometimes mental health can be a discussion of just about the self, right? But you're right. Yeah. Sometimes, alam you saying yung um, when your cup is full, then you can give to other people better. And I think also nga, as musicians, then that's how we can use our platforms and use our voices to sort of heal, help heal other people, help heal society. I also agree with you na it's really scary. <laughs> it's really scary to speak up sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, okay, what are the small ways that I can speak up? Is it just having conversations with friends about things, right? Yeah. About the issue? Yeah, actually, yes. I think like the smallest steps, like yeah, conversations with friends, uh, that matters a lot. Or conversations mm. with your family members or relatives. It can lead into an argument. But then if you spark that conversation, because you can actually make a change na from there but that's beyond your control it's really just doing what you can and being yourself and standing up for what you believe in i mean like shepherd like i'm saying it the part simple but it's not it's so hard to like stand mm, up hard. for what you believe in going back to what you were saying earlier about how it's important to accept where you are and what your feelings are and mm-hmm. also relating that to, to standing up for other people it's okay if you're feeling scared or maybe anxious or angry then you have to allow yourself to express that and not be afraid to to express it in maybe ways that you haven't tried before and giving that space oh i love that i really love that term the vulnerability spaces <laughs> i'm so excited for that project of yours <laughs> oh i hope it works out i'm still i guess it i guess it's also a way i learned then to seek help from other people that's really about community building that's not that i shouldn't do things on my own i should learn how to ask help i'm kind of like a lone ranger then because like i i want to do things on my own you know just proving to myself yeah i'm a strong and independent <laughs> woman i guess there's also a part of me of course you should also take the courage to be vulnerable and Know then when you need help. And some people see vulnerability as a weakness, I think. 
but mm-hmm. it takes a lot of strength to be like I need help or I'm not doing okay right now I think recently like I've been more honest with myself because because for a time also I'd rather stick to the yeah but I'm okay I'm, like just telling people that I'm okay even if I'm not now it's like I'm being more honest like even on social media like what if i'm not okay like i'm not okay and <laughs> what i'm learning though now it's also learning also have to know what to share because you only share things like to people you trust and i realized that i actually don't need to like project all of that on social media it wasn't really healthy i feel like that was very toxic of me to just like you know spill all my woes and right right look i'm kind of ashamed for that season in my life but it's okay what i was feeling during that time it was valid and that was my way of coping so yeah no shame i think Brene brown have you ever come across some of her yes 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 for everybody listening to this who doesn't know Brene brown she's an amazing um what does she call herself like a research uh, a vulnerability researcher vulnerability researcher yeah yeah i love this thing that she says that you don't need to give your vulnerability to everybody like what you said it's shared with people who you trust i i always find that difficult in music how vulnerable do i need to be in my music because i feel like in order for it to be to connect you need to be super vulnerable but at the same time and it's tiring (laughs) it can be tiring (laughs) to just like open your heart again and again and again and again i guess that's the beauty of music like you don't need to be literal about it honestly Mm. it's just really painting a picture and the the feeling yeah and you don't need to be concrete and I don't owe anyone an explanation I used to think that I owe, owed everyone like an explanation with the songs that I'm mm. writing but now I'm like no I don't need to tell them the backstory of this song I also learned that it's really important to sell, to set healthy boundaries for yourself knowing okay like I'm gonna share this but I won't share this part so something like that like you, it's really knowing then the limit of like what you share I always curate my content in a way. Am I ready to share this? Or I always ask permission from myself. Like, hey, Chelly, it's okay. is it okay that we share this? Oh, it's important for me to ask me for consent. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Asking yourself for consent. Cause, no, but that's true. It's so underrated, I feel, now. You're checking yeah. in with yourself. That, is this really okay with us? Is this really okay to share yeah. this? We always think about like what other people think so mm. okay my mom says it's okay okay my teacher said it's okay and i don't ask myself chelly is it okay mm. no I, I never for the longest time like i never asked myself some of the things that happened to me before it was because of that you don't know like we, we are programmed to be having people no pleasing. sense of boundaries there's this certain gratification that you get whenever you please other people right right i grew up into that thinking so i ended up having no sense of boundaries as a last question is there anything that you're listening to right now that's helping you self-soothe or are you not listening to music yeah i have certain seasons when i don't listen to music mm. though recently like i've been listening to folklore by taylor swift ah mm. uh, how do i say this um like i love the music so much but i'm not deeply invested but i listen to it right. like, i love it I, lo- I love the music but i'm just not as connected or even with Oh, where I've been there. Fiona Apple, the mm. Fiona Apple and Laura Marling, Leanne Lahavas, and mm, yeah, she's really good. Yeah, 
And just to lighten up my mood, like I would listen to Twice. <laughs> twice, K-pop yeah. group Twice. Oh, I like their music also. But I'm not as ano um before because when I listen to music, I would really cry or like I I am in a different season in my life right now. I feel more grounded. I'm not really easily carried away by my emotions. I know that this isn't permanent. Like I'm sure that there's gonna come a time. That I'll be all over the place again, and I'll mm. just linger on through the music. I know that it'll, it'll still come; it's still there, but it's just now I'm very chill. So, <laughs> so it's just important to sort of like ride the waves. Yeah, yeah, I'm just riding the wave. And that was the end of my conversation with singer-songwriter Chelly because I think the audio file got corrupted. But I hope that you guys enjoyed it nonetheless. If you would like to listen to her music and follow her, you can find her on Instagram and Spotify. Just type in C-O-E-L-I music. That's Chelly music. And thank you so much again for listening to the show. I will see you guys next next week with our second episode where I will be sharing a conversation I had with singer-songwriter and verified TikTok star. Jamiko. So please do watch out for that. And until then, take care.